0: Dhamma, I'm Sreen from DMSM Youth Section, and I will be the MC for today's session. So, welcome to the Awareness of Dharma in Daily Drama series, which is organized by DMSM Youth Section with Venerable Nyan Minda. And today is our very first session, and it's good to see you all again. And now, please allow me to share with you the program flow for today's session. So we will start off with requesting for three refuge and five recess and then following by a 20-minute meditation session and then after the meditation will be the sharing and q sessions a up to 8.55 p.m. and also i would like to share with you all on the uh, million minutes of meta and mindfulness which is the 4M campaign initiated by Bante Matinda so this 4M campaign is to connect and to inspire people all around the world to bring greater love, compassion, and also awareness to our life and also to uh, transform ourselves and heal the world suffering from the effects of this COVID-19 pandemic. So in conjunction with this campaign, we will record and then submit minutes that you have accumulated during the group meditation session later to the website. And just some gentle reminders, please use your action name in the Zoom room and also you are encouraged to own your video throughout the session. So uh, without further ado, let us now request for 3 refuge and 5 steps from Mante Naminda. Aham Banshe, Thik sarane nak saha, Panca silang, Jamang yacami, Anugahang kakua, Sinang betak, Ney Banshe, Aham Banshe, Thik saha, Anca silang, Jamang yacami, Anugahang katua SILAM VETA ME PAN SE SATIYAM PI AHAM PAN SE SITARAMENA TAHA PAN CHA SILAM YAMAM YACAMI ANU GAHAM KATUWA SILAM VETA ME PAN SE
1: YAMAHANG WADAMI TAM WA
0: DETA
1: Namu tasbahagawato arahato sama sam Buddha se.
0: Namu arahato sama sam Buddha se. Namu arahato sama sam Buddha se. Namu
1: tasbahagawato arahato sama sam Buddha se.
0: Dum saranam
1: the charm. Damam saranam gachami. Damam
0: saranam
1: the charm. Sangam saranam gachami.
0: Sangam saranam the charm. <Sess>
1: Dutyampi buddam saranam gachami. Dutyampi buddam saranam the charm. Dutyampi damam saranam gachami.
0: Teyam pi dhammangkaranam gacchami
1: du Dutiyam pi sanggam saranam gacchami
0: Teyam pi sangham karanam gacchami
1: Patiyam buddham saranam gacchami
0: Teyam pi, 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 pi buddham saranam gacchami
1: Katutiyam pi dhammam saranam gacchami the Tiampi dangang saranam the chami. The saranam gachami.
0: The dangang saranam
1: Pisaranena gamanang paripunang.
0: Omapante.
1: Hana tipata veramani sikapadang samadiami.
0: Hana tipata veramani sikapadang samadiami.
1: Adina dana weramani sikapadang sama Adina dana weramani
0: sikapadang sama
1: Kamesu micacara Viramani sikapadang sama dia mi. weramani sikapadang Musawada sama
0: Mustawadah, Weramani, Sikap padang, Samadian.
1: Suramraya, Majah, Pamadatana, Weramani, Sikap padang, Samadian.
0: Suramraya, Majah, Pamadatana,
1: Weramani, silang asawa, wahang hotu.
0: Idamé silang
1: asalnya wahan koto. Idamé silang niba na sa paca yohoto.
0: Idamé
1: silang niba na sa paca yohoto. na sa pancha silang damang sadukang katu apa madena sampadeta.
0: Anak
1: nanti. Sa du Okay, now on the Meditation, before we start again, we will just um, quietly spend one minute to send all our good energy to ourselves and everyone who is facing this current COVID 19 pandemic. Wishing everyone, including ourselves, to be strong, to be healthy, to be able to face this current obstacle with strength and resilience. Just have good wish for yourself and everyone. Okay, next, I want to share something simple for for us to get awareness, to get ourselves back to current awareness and also for our health because um, in my last talk last week on exploring your reality series, I mentioned that actually a lot of us don't know how to breathe. We We think we know how to breathe. That's why there's a book on breathe someone just sent me, someone sent me this book a few months ago. I was like, what? On brief? You don't have to read this book. I will summarize it in one minute for you. Basically, a few key points which will help us, especially in facing COVID-19, because COVID-19 attacks our breathing system. Okay, so And it also helps us in our meditation when you can get yourself more alert, awake, and aware at the current moment, then it's easier for us to see the Dharma. So first point is breathe to the nose, not the mouth. The nose is for breathing, mouth is for eating. The reason is the nose has nasal hair, so it will block any pollutants going into our body, number one. Number two, the nose will secrete nitric oxide, which will make our blood vessels wider. So more oxygen will flow into your body. So remember, breathe through the nose. Second, is this is called worry breathing. You know, you only breathe to very shallow, up to maybe half the chest. You won't have enough oxygen. And most of us, because we look at computer, look at phone, we breathe worry breathing. Okay. This is baby breathing or relaxed breathing. In order for you to immediately relax yourself, you can open up the chest lean back a bit and take deep breath all the way into the tantian navel. This way you will get more oxygen in and you will exercise your diaphragm. Because a lot of us didn't exercise the diaphragm, when you don't, your diaphragm will move smaller volume and then your oxygen will less and less. So you need to train your diaphragm by basically open up your chest to get more oxygen in. And this is important also. So we'll do this. uh, No need to close your eyes. Just take deep breath in. You can hold for a short while. And then deep breath out. And hold for a short while. Deep breath in. Hold for a short while deep breath out. Okay, The minute we do deep breathing, you might realize that actually your mind will immediately calm down and you'll be in a more relaxed state because the minute we take deep breathing, it's a signal to our body to move into the parasympathetic system, the healing and the growth system and move away from the stress response. So immediately, your body can start healing. Okay, And why hold the breath? This one I think I myself didn't know until one or two months ago is that when you hold your breath, your carbon dioxide level in the body, in the cells increase and that will force the oxygen in the blood cells to release the oxygen into your cells and organs. Otherwise, it won't release there. You might have a lot of oxygen in your bloodstream, but it can't go to your organs and cells that need it. So surprisingly, we need to increase the carbon dioxide level in the cells in the body to allow this oxygen to go in. Okay, So deep breathing and breathing through the nose. So if you can try to remember this, and then this is a quick way. Another quick way for us to get our awareness when we are lost in thoughts, lost in our emotions, is to feel the body. Really feel as in feel the body. We we can do very short while now. Don't need to close your eyes. Just feel your whole body. You can feel the weight of your body or feel the hardness of your body or lightness, but it's easier maybe the weight, the gravity of the body pulling you down, like you sitting on your chair like a mountain. Just feel, really feel, not thinking about feeling, but really feel your body. This will bring you to the present moment and also bring you out of thought, bring you out of uh, emotions that you're lost in. So these are quick. We always want quick, instant way. Okay. Today we will do something uh, maybe different. It's more on a contemplation type of meditation because the reason we want to do this is uh, this is Buddhano okay? You can also do it with your eyes open, closed, half closed, um, any way you want. You can even lie down to do that. Any positions that you want. The reason we do this because I want to guide you to the Dharma that we want to share in this Friday night series. So whichever posture you are, just first um, take a deep breath in and deep breath out to calm yourself. Okay, now you can visualize an image of a Buddha. This is a Buddha Nusati, the contemplation of the virtues of the Buddha. If you can't visualize a Buddha's image, it's okay. You you can just try to feel the love of compassion of the Buddha, which is already in our heart. Just feel your heart, feel the love and compassion that's already there. And I will recite the qualities of the Buddha. Try to feel the words as in the direction that my words point to. The words are not so important itipiso bagawa itipiso bagawa that is to say the venerable or the buddha is arahang 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 can be derived from the word arahata ara enemy our enemy is greed hatred and delusion including insecurity hata is to cut off the buddha has cut off The so-called enemy of greed, hatred and delusion, including insecurity. Cut off not by destroying, cut off by seeing through the defilement with wisdom. The Buddha has seen that we are not our defilements, including insecurity. We are not greed, we are not hatred, we are not delusion, we are not insecurity. Similarly, you can also cut off your defilements through wisdom. You can be aware of insecurity like you can be aware of the computer or phone in front of you. When you are aware of the computer, you know that you are not the computer. Similarly, when you are aware of insecurity or greed or hatred, you are not insecurity or greed or hatred. There is peaceful awareness and there is insecurity that arises together. You can choose to identify with the insecurity or choose to identify with the awareness. You have a choice like the Buddha. When you choose to stay with the peaceful awareness, the defilements like insecurity will not affect you. The peace that we are all searching for is always present. We just need to attend to it. Hence, you also have the potential to be Arahang, Arihata, like the Buddha. Arahang, Arahang, Arahang. The Buddha is also called Arahang because of Arahata, Ara, spokes of the view of the samsaric cycle of birth and death. hatta cut off. The Buddha has cut off the spokes of the view of the cycle of birth and death and hence he has gone beyond rebirth. Again, by using wisdom. The Buddha didn't identify with emotions, occupations and characteristics of the self and hence he has gone beyond the limitations of the self to break the cycle of birth and death. You too can break the cycle of birth and death by not identifying with your emotions, occupations, and characteristics of the self. You're not sad, you're not depressed, you're not anger. You can be aware of sadness, you can be aware of depression, you can be aware of anger. You are not what you're aware of. You can choose to put your attention on your awareness instead of what you're aware of. Similarly, you are not a teacher, you are not an engineer, you are not a nurse etc. You work as a teacher, engineer, nurse, etc. You don't have to limit yourself to your occupation or your emotion. When you don't limit yourself, you are boundless, limitless. Then you can also become an arahan, as in Arihata like the Buddha. Arahang, Arahang, Arahang. The Buddha is also called an arahang because of the word araka. Araka means remote. The Buddha is remote from all identification of a self. By turning our everyday impersonal experiences to personal existence, we have created a self from the original non-self of body and mental processes. The Buddha has seen through how all beings personalize our experience using our creative thoughts to create a self. When we hear someone say something that we don't like, we create angry thoughts and then think that we are angry people. The Buddha is remote from all these identifications, and hence he an arahan. We too can slowly make ourselves remote from all identifications, like the Buddha. Arahang, arahang, arahang. The Buddha is also called an arahang because of the word araham, the worthy one. The Buddha is worthy of offering, worthy of respect. This is because the Buddha has found the path to be free from all suffering. Pain is unavoidable sometimes, but all of us can choose not to suffer our pain. You have a choice to think my hand is in pain or there is sensation in the hand. So we also can follow the Buddha's footsteps to be free from all suffering. Arahang, Arahang, Arahang. The Buddha is also called Arahang because of A-raha. Raha means secret, A is negation. a means no secret. The Buddha behaved the same whether in public or private. He didn't keep any secret. He didn't wear any false masks when interacting with others. We too can slowly learn not to put on different layers of masks to try to be someone special. You don't have to be special. You just have to be your ordinary self and you'll be extraordinary because each and every one of us is already unique. Sama Sambuddho, Sama Sambuddho, Sama Sambuddho. The Buddha is called Sama Sambuddho because he is perfectly enlightened through his own efforts. We are extremely fortunate to have access to the teachings of the Buddha that can lead us to awaken to the misconception of the reality of the world. The reality is that we live in the thinking of our experience of life and not directly the experience of life itself. We are angry not because someone say or do something that we don't like, we're angry because we think someone say or do something that we don't like. It's all stories or interpretations created by ourselves. We can choose not to believe in the stories created by ourselves Vija charana sampano, vija charana sampano, vija charana sampano. The Buddha is perfect in wisdom and conduct. With his wisdom, the Buddha can see how each and every one of us use different ways of creating our world through our thoughts. Hence, it is stated in Rohitasa Sutta that in your phantom long body itself, your world is created. By understanding this, we also can perfect our wisdom in seeing that our world is created by our thoughts. We don't have to create an insecure world, even if there is uncertainty in the world. Sugato, Sugato, Sugato. The Buddha has gone beyond the world created by thoughts. He has awakened from the dream world created by thoughts. We can also awaken from this illusory dream world created by our thoughts by not believing in our thoughts as ultimate reality. Thoughts are not the problem, we just need to not believe them as reality. Loka we do, Loka we do, Loka we do. The Buddha is the knower of all the three worlds of sensual world, form, and formless world. The Buddha knew how our world is a reflection of our thoughts. Hence, our emotions are also a reflection of our thoughts. Understanding this, we don't have to be afraid of our emotions including anger, insecurity, sadness, depression. We need to embrace all our emotions and see it as an indicator of our mind state. Negative emotions mean we are thinking too much. We don't need to stop the thoughts, we just need to not add more thoughts. We can stop the car by not pressing the accelerator, we don't need to press the brake. Our world is like a movie created by our thoughts. Our consciousness is like the screen when a movie is shown. Understanding how the world works allows us to face uncertainty without thinking insecure thoughts. Anutaro Purisa Dhamma Sarati, Anuttaro Purisa Sarati, Anuttaro Purisa The Buddha is the unsurpassed tamer of all humans. The Buddha has found all the antidote for all our emotions. If we have difficulty embracing our emotions, we can use the antidote found by the Buddha. For fear, we can contemplate on the qualities of the Buddha like what we are doing now. For anger, we can feel love and peace that we have inside us already. For restlessness, we can pay attention on our breath or body or just take deep breath. For cruelty, we can feel the natural compassion inside us. Sata, Deva, Manusanam. The Buddha is the teacher of all humans and devas, heavenly beings. When the arrogance of the godly nature in us come out, the suttas advise us to contemplate on impermanence. When the vulgar animal nature in us come out, the suttas advise us to contemplate on non-self. We are not the emotions that arise in us. Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. The Buddha is the awakened one. He has awakened to the reality that everything we experience is a projection of our mind like a mirage. We too can look in this direction to awaken to this reality. Bhagawa, Bhagawa, Bhagawa. The Buddha is the Honorable, Venerable One because he had spent countless eons to find the answer to go beyond the cycle of birth and death. We too can see the answer that without our creation of illusory self, Identity. there will be no birth and hence no death. Just stay in this feeling of the Buddha. You can continue to visualize the image of the Buddha, the serene smile of the Buddha, or just feel the peace in you. Or you can just feel your body, just aware of your body You just stay with this awareness for some seconds, just aware of your body, or you can aware of the visualization of the Buddha's image. Just feel your body, if you can feel your body, for those who have closed your eyes, you can slowly open your eyes. So just uh, repeat again. So anytime when you have um, stress or um, loss in emotions or thoughts, you can think of the Buddha's image and recite Buddha's quality or just think of Buddha's image or Take deep breath, or you can just feel your body. So there are various ways that can quickly get us out from the thinking or the emotions. Now, I will explain a bit about this series so that uh, we know what to do. Basically, the aim of this Friday night series is I hope, really hope that the Dharma I've been sharing with everyone will help everyone awaken to the truth, the reality of life. So we never depart, even for our health, is to get a better physical health and mental health which are both related so that we can awaken to the truth. The Buddhists never depart from the aim of Nibbana which is awakening to the reality of life. And what are the reality of life which is what we want to discuss. I hope you can see these realities which I will point out later and then you can come out and share that, how you see this reality in your daily life. So, because I feel that the best way of uh, awakening to the truth is to see the Dharma in your daily life, especially in your daily drama. Okay? Like when you're angry or when you're quarrelling with someone, that's the best time to, to see the Dharma in there. Seeing state, someone asked, Pante, can you talk more about this seeing um, or Dharma or seeing or looking at our mind? Seeing is actually a state that must be experienced. That means like you witness or see yourself playing the game of life. Like now, you can hear what I'm saying, but you also know or aware that you are hearing what I'm saying. So it will be very, this is a very good awareness. Next time when you're talking to someone, are you aware that you are talking? And you're also aware you are talking, but you're also aware that you are talking. There's, there's two, two things in there. When you can do that, then you are actually having the awareness. You can step back by the situation. So when you're quarreling with someone, if you're aware you are quarreling and you are aware you are quarreling, then you can see many dharma at work. So this this is what we are trying to do. Okay, when you see this is seeing from a higher ground, this awareness. Now these whole Friday night sessions are for you all to to share and for us to explore. And one thing I want to remind everyone is. In theory, theory and practice looks the same, but in practice, there's a big difference between theory and practice. That's why I keep emphasizing on daily life, not just theory that you, you listen and then put away somewhere. The best way to me, for Dharma to, to work, actually it's not me preaching here and then you listening. It's with us chit-chatting on real life experience as friends. You know, we are exploring life together I might be the guide, but I'm exploring every bit as much as you are exploring both. We are all exploring together. We are drawing doing it together through our conversations. But there's no pressure. You don't have to feel the pressure to get it right because we are all exploring. Okay, So try to explore with curiosity, with childlike, not childish, but childlike uh, nature. Okay, Because when we explore, actually we will learn from each other. Each of us has a different perspective of Dharma. And recently, Bhante Kumara in his talk, he says that actually if each of us practice different Buddhism, in the sense that because of our background, we understand each of us have a unique background. We understand the Dharma from different perspective. So there may be people who are similar perspective with you like you. So when you share your experience, it will help these people who are similar with you. And also daily life example, especially daily drama, it's easier to remember. Theory is very difficult to remember. So I hope in this Friday nights, not just me talking, today might be I'll talk more so that you know what to share. I hope in this Friday night series, you will share whatever dharma you, you have in your daily drama. I will give examples that like I say just now. Or you can ask any questions you want. Don't be afraid. If I don't know, I will say I don't know. Okay, But I'll, I'll trust try my best to answer. So what type of, uh, you can share any dharma that you want, but uh, there's a few, I want to give a few suggestions. Okay, like for example, you can share about seeing anicca in your daily life. Maybe there's some mark, maybe a very simple thing. There's some mark that your favorite mark that you like a lot and then suddenly one day it broke and then you're very upset at first and then suddenly you remember, oh, everything is impermanent. Anicca and the mark is also impermanent anicca. Maybe you can see that, okay? Or you can accept that, you know, very stressed about the pandemic, but suddenly you can realize that, yeah, it's anicca. It came out of nowhere, we never expect, but one day it definitely will end because nothing lasts forever. This anicca that you can share impermanence or dukkha, unsatisfactoriness, the second characteristic of life. These are the main thing. I think I shared before that If you can, a Buddhist can see anicca impermanence, dukkha unsatisfactoriness, anatta non self in their daily life, then you are really a Buddhist. You might not go to the temple, you might not do any chanting, you might not eat, you might not be a vegetarian, you might not even be compassionate, but if you can keep seeing these three characteristics, then you are true Buddhist. So, anicca I mentioned, dukkha, third one, anatta non self. Non self is not nothing. It is that yesterday you and today you, is not the same. We only have the body, we only have the mind. The body yesterday and today has changed. According to scientists, every five days you have a new stomach because all our cells are keep dying and new cells come. Every five days you have a new stomach. Every 30 days, new skin. Every 90 days, new bones. And every seven years, new body. And mind, every second you change. We change our mind. Yesterday, we might like someone. Today, we might hate the person. The next day, we might like again. Especially politicians, extremely good at this. Today, friends, tomorrow, enemy. Next day, friends again. So, we keep changing. So, mind and body changes. So, yesterday, you and today, you, not the same. So, I always share this. If you really, really understand this, means yesterday, the person that beat you up, you shouldn't have a grudge against him because it's gone. The one that's been beaten up is gone. You must be careful because it's related. Today's person and yesterday is related. So you should be careful, but having a grudge, it, it's you know, no use because the person is gone and you are the person you today and not same as the person that's been beaten up yesterday. So you don't even need the word forgiveness because it's a different person now. So uh, things like this, if you can share. I will give you another example uh, for this, Anata, is uh, Sister Yue Hua. She shared many. So uh, one of my, I guess, uh, favorite person in the talk because she shared many of her life experience. She shared that she used to quarrel with her husband and every time quarrel, she won't talk to her husband for five days. But when she heard this, Anatta, the next day she realized that yesterday's the husband that quarreled with me and today is a different husband. Not 100% different, but not exactly the same. So why should I keep, you know, not talking to him because it has changed and the one me that quarrel with him yesterday and the me today is different so if you can share um, dharma like this and one of the key dharma that i've been sharing in my exploring reality series which i hope you all can come up with examples in your daily life is we live in the thinking of our life and not life itself okay and to me this is a um, If you really see this, it will will change your life because you won't blame anything outside for whatever feelings you have because your feelings come from your thinking. You won't look for outside for solution. You know that all your problems come from here, inside. That means the next time you're angry, you know that it's from here, not from outside. Okay, so next time when you're angry, upset, depressed, Please check that this is be- not because of someone said something or something or do something to you. Not because something happened to you. Please check. It's not due to any circumstances outside. It is because you are thinking angry, unhappy, upset, depressed thoughts, but it's not your fault because you didn't know. But now that you know, you can stop, I call it slapping yourself. Okay? But if you want to continue slapping yourself, it's okay. But as long as you know, you can choose to stop anytime you want to. Okay. To give you an example, a, I want to share a story of an American coach who teaches this principle that we, live in our, we do not live in our circumstances. We do not live in our life, basically. We live in our thinking about circumstances or think, our thinking about life. So one time, he was in a party and he was very upset and very jealous. Of his wife being very friendly to different men and the wife noticed it so the wife came up to him and told him that he was lost in his thinking you no know, it's just his thinking that make him jealous basically you are lost in thinking. his reply was i know but can you please let me be jealous for a while i can't get out now so if you know it's okay as long as you know you're stuck in your thoughts it's okay because if you know that you are slapping yourself, you won't continue slapping for too long. Okay? It's only that when you don't know you're slapping yourself, you keep continuing. But you know, then it's okay. So um, any questions before I continue and giving more uh, examples? Any questions or sharing so far on the Dharma that I have uh, shared? Questions or you can even ask questions on the meditations that we have done just now. But uh, the, the best is if I could have people sharing on their um, daily life drama. You can even share that I, Pante, I have this quarrel but I can't see that it's from my thoughts. Then we will explore from there. Any, anyone? If you are too shy, you can type it out in the chat and then I'll answer from the chat. And the best is if you could answer live, then we could explore.
2: Uh, Bante, you, you just now you mentioned you said that
1: once you can see it, no, I'll continue a short while, but hopefully, someone will share. Um, if uh, not, Bante? maybe the committee has to uh, share or ask, okay? There's someone who put up a hand, can you please uh, just unmute yourself and if you can not put your video uh, Chai Hin Ong uh,
3: can, can you hear Bante?
1: Can you unmute yourself? C-
3: can you hear?
1: Oh, you accidentally pressed that raised hand
3: no, uh, Can you hear? Hello? Hello? Can Hello? you hear?
4: Can't hear me uh. Bante is talking
1: Hello? Hello? Uh, I can hear you, but... I uh, cannot can hear, you hear me? Can you hear me? Can, can. Oh, can you hear? Okay. Uh, can, uh, but can you hear me? Oh, can uh, hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry.
2: 90%.
1: Okay, okay.
5: Uh, uh, Pandey, can you hear?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, My uh, speaker keeps getting switched off somehow. Okay. Okay.
5: Uh, Brother Ong, maybe you want
2: to on your video and okay.
3: Uh, and go ahead. Uh, because I'm using a desktop, I'm using no a desktop, so I don't have a camera. Uh, just okay, okay. just now I was uh, I tried to use uh, another tablet, uh, but no, no problem, uh, I no need to register again. Okay, so I, I okay okay okay. Uh, so I would like to share that uh maybe is uh, you can uh you can judge is it relevant or not uh when uh, I have, uh, some, the meal, which are the meal, which are the food, which I liked the first time in a restaurant. So the feeling is, uh, very good. But, uh, when I b- went back the second time, I think the food is the same, but I have a different feeling. And the third time, the fourth time, the feeling, uh, keep changes. Lah. So I think, uh, the, the taste of the food may be the same, but my conception or my perception towards the food has changed. That means I feel I don't feel such a good towards the food anymore. That means I don't feel it's so tasty anymore. So uh, I'm not sure whether the food, whether uh, is it they cook differently, but I think from my a few experiences, I think it's the, the me, or the, uh, the feeling has changes by itself la, towards the
1: food. Okay, good, good observation. Um, actually, it could be the food, but quite often, actually, how tasty the food is or not tasty, it depends on our thinking. If our we in a good mood, maybe everything mm. tastes very nice. If we have a bad mood, even the best food tastes terrible. So if you can see this, it's a good yeah. step. This is awareness to me. This is very valuable insight in our daily life. That our life, our world is a reflection of our thoughts, not a reflection of not a reflection of what is out there. Okay, good. Any more? Anyone? The cook Anymore? might have
2: changed. The cook might have changed, so the food changed. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, yeah, it could but be. They, they always change cooks. Yeah, yeah. It come and go like like
1: whatever. So the cook, it, not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be the cook change because, also. Yes. But, but you also have to look that uh, when your mood change, the food change also, and also depends on whether you are hungry or uh, full. My dad yeah, always cook. says when you are hungry, everything tastes. beautiful. That's yes, correct. Absolutely right. Yeah, but we have to we have to uh, try to be aware of that. Okay, uh, anyone else that wants to share?
2: Uh, I wanted to adding on to, to just now that, that observation. Usually when such circumstances happen, uh, we usually point outside first. Like we yeah. say maybe the, 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 the ingredients have changed or they have not gotten certain things that they need or the person has changed. We hardly look back into our own self. That maybe we have changed, maybe
1: our tastes have changed. Yeah, that's, that's what, yeah, that's a very good point. So, what okay. I want people, what I invite people is to look at the fact that um, actually it depends our emotions, our feelings, whether it tastes good, bad, and all that. Actually, it never really depends on outside. The, the chef can cook the best food if that day we have a really terrible mood, it tastes terrible. So if you can see this, it has a lot of benefit. Number one, we don't try to change outside because we know our, we, our emotions come from inside. You, you don't have to waste time changing outside because I have quite a few people come to me and say, Bante, can you try to change my husband, change my wife, change my kids? You can't change them, number one. But it's good news. You don't have to change them. You just have to change yourself When you change the way, when you change how you look at the world, the world that you look at will change. So don't have to change outside. You just have to understand that everything depends on the thoughts here. Okay. Any, what do you all hear? Anyone with uh, um, any other examples? Okay. Uh, Hong Loi? you can unmute and share
4: uh, Auntie, um, yeah. just, just to add on uh, so, um, sometimes we know that Auntie, can you hear me
1: yeah yeah i can hear very clear
4: yeah um, sometimes as i said uh, mentioned in your past uh, sometimes you have negative thoughts in our mind. um we sometimes we understand the dharma we know we know that uh Aniccha, everything is but when 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 it hits, it's very really hard to set uh, conflicts. So I I know that you know eventually all is gonna die. I know that with this pandemic uh, coming in, we know that everything we have, everyone we love, and just gone the <laughs> snap. Um, but but having said that, but um then it also come up with a void. So so seems like there's no more passion in life. There's nothing more you can after for because you since you know everything is is impermanence. And they will somehow lost lost the taste of life. There's no nothing to pursue in life.
1: Okay, so let, let me answer this first. Let me answer this. Yeah. Um, you're wrong because of course, of course I know I'm wrong. <laughs> no 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 I, I want to point out it's wrong because very important is that If you really contemplate on death, that means the people around you anytime will die, you will appreciate them more. You will love them more. There's no time to quarrel because if I quarrel with them, I walk out the door, they might die and I will regret. And every moment you would, if for your wife, you would fall in love again and again and again. No time to quarrel, no time to fight because... Wasting the time on quarrel, the next moment she might die already. You will appreciate every single moment you have with your people around you, so it's not no passion, it's much more passion. So it's the other way around. Yeah. What, what are you hearing? I just want to know,
4: yeah, uh, definitely, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. There's definitely another way to look, look at this, kind. um, yeah. uh, what about? Yeah, because we, we, we always need to cherish the people's every moments happen. But
1: uh, uh, but don't well, take tomorrow normally we cherish, but then we always think, you know, I, you know, he will live another fifty years, so you know, we have plenty of time, so it's okay. But if you think you no know, tomorrow you will die, you know, you if you anything that you want to say, you better say now. You won't, if you want to say I love you, you better say I love you now. Not wait until tomorrow because it's gone. So you'll be more passionate. Yes.
4: Yes. Thank you, man.
1: Any, any? Do you, yeah, reasonable. My, I no, just yeah, want to it, know whether you get yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yes. It's, it's very very reasonable. it's okay. uh, it, it, Yeah. But. Uh. Some, maybe sometimes sometimes you will be afraid because you, I think sometimes you are. So, no. My point is sometimes you think that not 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 just relationship but sometimes when you sometimes you understand the dharma seems like there's no meaning to pursue so much thing at all but uh, eventually it's going not going to be there so so if if i mean for a lay person if you're not if you're not become becoming a monk um it seems like there's a uh, i think i think much to pursue if you're not a monk for lay, lay people there's a bit lot of loss of passion in, in, in life That it, is a uh, Oh. I mean, from a lay people perspective. Sorry, Pandya, I'm coming.
1: Not from a- oh, okay. No, no, no. Lay person, great. It's, uh, because most of us is lay in this talk, maybe except me. So, uh, very important. Okay, To me, um, I feel that you can pursue whatever, because Buddha never say cannot pursue things. As long as when you pursue things, you can have dream. You can even have dream to have, uh, I don't know, a Ferrari, no problem with that. Buddha never says it's a problem. The only problem is you think that the Ferrari is permanent. As long as you have this idea that if I drive a Ferrari and then next day it got smashed, it's okay. Of course, you don't try to smash it. You know, it's waste. But if you accidentally smash it, it's okay because everything is impermanent. So Buddha is not saying asking you to um, throw away everything. In fact, um you can keep pursuing. In fact, by pursuing, you might be able to see more of the impermanence, more unsatisfactoriness nature. The example I think I gave just now is, uh, I don't know whether I gave this example, where when I was a kid, every time I always want to buy toys, like all kids, but my family at that time wasn't that you know, very wealthy. So every time I want to buy a toy, I would think hundred times before I buy. But after I bought it, Every time, after a while, it's like, I don't really like it. So I see the unsatisfactoriness nature, but it doesn't stop me from wanting toys. It's just that I can see that I don't hold on that much to toys and all that. Yeah. So to me, it doesn't um, really make you have no, totally no, no passion at all. But if you totally no passion to stay in the world, you can always welcome to join the monkhood. Hopefully,
4: hopefully one day. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, okay. The, uh, I
0: believe
1: there's one question
4: from you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I think just uh, a follow-up to the question just now. Uh, okay. I, I think our... Brother is saying that uh, if I know, like you use the example of a Ferrari, yeah. I think what the, the, the point is, if I know that the Ferrari is impermanent, yeah. then I don't have the so called the enthusiasm or the passion to pursue it because I know that it will be gone one day. I oh, think that yeah. is the crux, the crux of the point.
1: Okay, if you don't have the uh, the uh, enthusiasm to pursue the Ferrari. Or anything else.
4: Or anything else in the world.
1: Okay, okay. As long as, okay, then you have to get your definition of success uh, correct. Okay? Because pursue of things to us is uh, helping us to be successful. Right? So, to me, the definition of success is happiness and contentment. If you have happiness and contentment, that's okay. But if you're not pursuing anything, I know a lot of Buddhists who say that I'm very contented, um, but that's, you no. Know, I'm very contented with, uh, let's say, 2000 salary, that's, but contentment is like, yeah, I have no choice, you know, so I'm very contented. That's not contentment. If you are very happy, very smiling, very contented, it's okay. To me, success depends on two factors, happiness and contentment. It doesn't mean you have to purchase, you have to have Ferrari and big house and all that. But if you don't have happiness and contentment and you don't have passion to do anything, then maybe you are lazy. You have to check. So, um, and that laziness you use as a reason that I have no passion. So you have to check. You have to keep being honest with yourself. Does that... Did you hear that answer? Yes,
4: yes, yes. That's a very good point. I I wasn't aware of that. The the definition of success and also the... uh, the idea of contentment. I think that the one I missed after that point.
1: Yeah. Buddhists, I miss
4: is at another angle to look at it you know?
1: Yeah. If, if okay, you thank you. Dhammapada, there's a phrase that says that the greatest wealth is contentment. Yes, yes. But mm. contentment is not a lot of, I've met a lot of Buddhists, their contentment is I, I live in this small house, no choice, so I'm content. <laughs> That's not contentment.
4: That's the... Uh, blaming on fate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, contentment is, I live in this small house, I'm extremely happy. That's contentment. And you cannot fake it. Yes, it (laughs) is. Okay,
4: Okay. thank you. Uh,
1: Good good question, good follow-up question. So any more questions from the floor? If not, there's many questions in the chat. Uh, No, no one from the floor. I need uh, oh, to. There's one, I think it's from
0: Chandima
1: husband. Yeah, yeah, I saw this number, it has gone up. Oh. So I, okay, okay, I can get it back up. Okay, I read. Uh, yeah, the husband's type says, Chandima is uh, Yihua, the one that I told you just now, you know, okay. quarrel with the husband, don't talk with the husband for four days. So the husband type and says, Hi, Bante, a few days ago I have a disagreement with my wife, then she and I become in Cold War for almost three days more. I tried to dissolve the disagreement by giving a justified reason and she's still angry. Times for the Cold War will took more than longer period to settle or achieve agreement. Bante, how to achieve agreement in shorter time? Um, easy. You have to see from the other person's point. Both have to see from each other's points of view. That's one way. Okay, Because we always see from our point of view. Like, The Democrats and Republicans in America, the Democrats are being brainwashed that all the Republicans under Trump are liars. The Trump people, the Republican, has been brainwashed that all the Democrats are liars. They cheated in the election. So they see from a totally different point of view. It's like um, there's a nine. You look from this side, it's nine. You look from the other side, it's six. So you have to try to look from the other side, from your wife's point of view, and try to see why she think that way. That's that's one way. Another way is we have to be... This one, I don't know whether it works in Asian couples. Okay, It works in Western couples. That, to me, for couple, husband and wife to really work, both has to have this trust with each other, and they have to be... Um, able to be vulnerable vulnerable means let's say if you are unhappy with something that the other spouse do husband or wife instead of saying that i don't like what you do you have to say that what you what it's it's me that feel unhappy it's nothing to do with you because we live in our thoughts we don't live in what the person do we don't feel what the person do we feel what we think the person do so we can come out and admit that it's me thinking this way that caused me angry it's me thinking that you are trying to hurt me that caused me angry it's nothing to do with you it's my thinking so these are the ways that help hopefully um i've never been in a marriage so i don't have this problem but hopefully this this helps so okay, some more questions. Um, yeah,
0: Bante, there's some questions from Paul. G. Yeah. Yeah. Bante, when we think that they may die at any moment, then we may create attachment
1: again because we may think that we may lose them. Oh, okay. It's all your thinking. Okay, you can spend time thinking that I I will um I will lose them. So you want to hold on to the person, or you can think that. Holding on the person, trying to grab some person is a waste of time because everything is impermanent. I rather spend time appreciating the person. There are many angles you can always look at, you know, a negative angle or positive angle, whichever angle. But the best is always see that whatever angle you look, it's all an illusion because it's all created by your mind, your thoughts. It's all not real. As long as you don't believe any of the angles are, are real then you are okay no problem okay next question
0: next question is from dhamma they how how to have a balanced practice between self-awareness with external
1: with external the people no self oh no you when you have awareness you still continue dealing with other people. When I say awareness, it doesn't mean that you seclude yourself. If you're a monk, you can. Okay, But in your normal daily life, you still with, deal with people, but you are aware. Let's say we are talking to someone. You are also aware that you are talking to someone. You're also aware of your feeling and all that. You can do both. We, we are quite... Um, yeah. If you want to follow up questions, please do. The person will ask this question. Um, meaning... Next question. Next person, contemplate about impermanence, but not from fear. This is a good example, meaning right thinking is very important, okay? I, I don't get the question. And then
0: there's this question from yeah. who? I think how to resolve work conflicts as, as difficult
1: work situations or colleagues concerns? Okay, a difficult work situation with colleagues, okay. First, you got to settle yourself first. You got to see that your anger with the colleagues comes from your thinking, not from what the colleagues do. You have to really check that. Don't believe me. Like the colleague might do something, but it's your thinking that why why she do it this again? How come she never listened? How come she never do things properly? These are all your thinking that cause you angry, and feel that this colleague is um, really giving you problem. So first, you've got to check that your problem doesn't come from the colleague. No matter what the colleague do, it comes from your thinking. Try to check that, explore that reality first. Don't believe me, explore that reality. And then next, you you will know what to do. When you can see that all this anger that you have with your colleagues comes from your thinking, then you don't believe it. When you don't believe it, your mind will settle down. When your mind settle down and become calm, actually you will know what to do with the colleagues. You are the best expert to know what to do when your mind is calm and it comes from a calm and collected mind. And in fact, to give you an example, one American coach who teach this about, you live in your thinking and not the, you live in the thinking of your life, not in your life. One time he he got one client who says, she has very bad colleagues, always give her the difficulty and ask you know, how to solve the problem. So basically, this coach didn't tell him how to solve the clicks, but tell her to look at her mind is creating all the problems. Okay. After a few weeks, they talk again, and the coach asks, you know, how is your situation with the colleague? She say, I haven't managed to test out what you say. So the coach was very surprised. You didn't go to work. She says, I, I did, but the clicks somehow didn't do anything to me. Things like totally, they, they change. Yeah, when you look at people differently, let's say if every day you look at a person, you treat it as, you know, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Each of us send out energy. That guy will also sense that, oh, this guy is, you know, sending that signal, that fighting bad guy. And that person will react and really become a bad guy to you. I'm not asking you to change to think, oh, good guy, good guy, then you will change everything. No, I'm asking you to see that all your problems come from your thinking. When you can see that you don't believe your thinking, you will move out from your thinking. Then you have this calm and collected mind to do what is best for you. You might even uh, leave and find another job. I don't know, but you will know the best thing to do. Okay, next question. Hey, uh, oh, There's one
0: question from Brother KL Lin, right?
1: for really... Yeah, Lin, you want to unmute you are here. Yes, Banche. Yeah, uh, Bante, I
6: just want to relate to you a recent experience. Good. experience of, of, of mine. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, I was listening to you. And you were taking all the questions. And I do know that in every of your when you answer bigger questions, it goes back to thinking. 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 So, I noted that and it was just at the intellectual knowledge at that point of time but prior to saturday that whole week working from home i had problems with my staff i kind of uh, felt that i have built a wall so high that i'm having communication problems with with, with the with the staff and is this uh, uh, a that-
0: yeah.
6: Yeah, I'm Okay, so um, as I was saying that uh, prior to Saturday for the whole week, I was having some communication problems with 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 the staff. It does appear that my instructions were not taken and understood. So it actually got me all very riled up, and I was so well knotted up like a spring, you know. And that Saturday night I was listening to you, yeah, thinking, thinking. And then the next morning, Sunday morning, in the quietness of my mind, suddenly the word thinking appeared. And at that very moment, I could see the whole anxiety, the whole frustration of the of the week, of the weekdays preceding that kind of bizarre and it was like a very magical moment and I think that it is the the beauty I'm not trying to get any praises for for this bante but what I'm trying to, to say is the beauty of seeing the Dharma unfold is different from listening to bante and the intellectual knowledge saying that it's thinking 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 yes yeah, but very... when you see when you see it and then there were, I must say that there were moments after that as well, that the moment there were times when there was a talk, and I could even laugh it off and say, uh, there you go again, there you there you start thinking and you start thinking and you build things around, around it. So actually Bantia, I actually also want to express my gratitude to you for actually clearing up the whole the whole thing. The communication for me and my and the staff now is like excellent. And where is that
1: problem? The problem is in my
6: thinking. Thank you,
1: Bhakti. Yeah. So I, I hope that's why I hope for you all is to to see the Dharma, to experience it in your daily life, because it makes a lot of difference. Okay. When you can see that everything is made up in your mind like a dream it's very different from hearing it as a theory. Because I have heard this many times before this, and uh, my teacher always tell me, you know, you've know, got to see life is just a dream. And I tell him, yeah, it's a dream. This is very painful. What dream, you know, very painful. So you have to see it for yourself oh, then you can see this dream. So uh, one or two more questions. Um, we have a lot of questions I think. Yeah, think it is still one of in the chat now. Anyone on the who wants to unmute to ask? Okay, I just saw one question I can ask answer immediately. Someone asked something about how do you explain about intuitive thinking? Okay, that's uh, this from Kema. Um, intuitive thinking. I'm not talking about that kind of thinking. When your mind is quiet, when you're not lost in your thinking your intuition will come out and you know what to do. Actually, this is very important, this question, because actually all of us, um, according to science hypothesis, quantum physics, the whole world is like a hologram. And each part of the hologram has the information of the entire universe, which means you have the information and data of the entire universe. But you can't access it when the I, the self, is thinking and thinking and thinking out there. So when you are not lost in your thinking, this intuition will come out, and you know what to do. Sometimes you just know. When that thought, you can call it thought, but I call it intuition, comes from a very calm, peaceful space. You know it. It's from a very calm, peaceful space. It just comes out and you very know that this is what you need to do. That's intuition. And that's not this... uh, lost in thinking. Your loss in thinking is lost in all your limitations of the past. The intuition is something that you haven't thought of before. It's like out of the box. You don't even know how come this come because it's not from you, the self. Okay, question. Shannon, come. Who we'll puts out the hand? Can you unmute?
2: Yeah. Hi, Bante. Yeah. Um my question is about uh, how do we actually control our anxiety level by seeing that you know the current pandemic or economy situations is really like worsening, uh, though, although that we know that um, we are not able to con- we are not able, these are, these are things that which is beyond our control. Um, is there any uh, better methods that we try to commerce? calm ourselves down because I think everybody's livelihood is being uh, affected one way or another. So, uh, you know, uh, financially as well, that, you know, we are not able to uh, combat the situation whereby, you know, we know that it's going to be a very long journey on the current situations that which will be
1: prolonged. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to point out actually the um, your anxiety doesn't come from the situation. First, you have to look at that. Your anxiety comes mm-hmm. from your thinking. Like how Brother Kailin shared just now. It doesn't mean there's no pandemic out there. There's a pandemic out there, but it's your thinking about the pandemic that caused you anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you You have to try to explore and see that. You can't just believe it as a theory. You have to keep seeing that if you don't think that, how long will this pandemic last? How come more cases go every day? How come it's like that? It's all your thinking. When you keep thinking in there, when you get lost in there, your anxiety gets more and more. So your anxiety doesn't come from pandemic. It comes from your thinking. When you can see that, then you don't have to worry about or change the pandemic. You just have to work on your thinking. Okay, noted. Thank you, Bante. Try to explore that. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Bante. Okay, next question.
7: Bante, may I ask?
1: Yeah, go ahead. I can't hear. Bante. Sorry?
7: About contentment, Bante. Let's go ahead. Uh, how do we know? Uh, I agree with contentment, Bante, but uh, sometimes I doubt myself, like, if I'm doing the right thing, like, how do we know that because I am I feel contented, then I, I, I might waste my capability or, or because I'm a teacher and I, I teach my students, but sometimes I'm thinking also, if I... them contentment then they they like they own ourselves to reach what they should be able to do thank okay. you Mande.
1: good question um contentment doesn't mean that you don't give your best that you can to everyone doesn't mean that you, you don't give your best potential Contentment to me is you try your very best, but you're happy with whatever result that comes. You know that you cannot control the results. And you don't, to me, actually the best contentment is when you understand how life works, that you don't control what happens in the world at all. Almost at all. You can't control the the rain. You can't control how well your children, uh, the student will do but you can control how much effort you want to put in. So to me, contentment doesn't mean that I go young kaki and don't do anything. Contentment means I try the best I can in a level that I'm I'm happy with. That's why happiness and contentment. But whatever result that comes, I'm, I'm no control. I'm able to accept it. Do you get it? Selina?
7: Uh yes not at Dante. So it's like yeah so it's like uh we keep putting like uh setting goal because on the other hand I I I also like to set goal.
1: You can set so, goal. So
7: like we set goal and then we do our best but then after that so whatever we get then be contented with it correct me if i'm wrong Bante?
1: yeah but it is not a it's not a instruction no it's not like i have to be contented with it it's a developed uh, no no yeah, it's a developed nature. If you force yourself to be content, you'll be what I call just now share the Buddhist contentment that you know I literally prefer to have a million dollars, but now I have 10 ringgit so or 10 dollars, $10, i have to be contented. That's forced contentment. Okay, if it comes from your nature, yes, that's what I'm uh, then you okay, understand that's not that's only that's you that. have contentment, you understand the Dharma that you can't control what's out there but anyway, you don't live to me, I, I don't know, you, you have to also see that you don't actually live in this world it might be scary, but you actually don't live in this world you live in your thinking about the world so when you, you, you don't have to do any, worry anything about the result because you don't live there, you live about your mm. thinking about the result, so you got to work on your thinking okay
7: mm. okay and, and uh, one more question but, uh, I wonder actually if like we can think uh, and like not, not, not saying control but if like we live in our thought then some of my friends who got COVID they told me that they they, they lose their appetite and everything like uh, the food tastes very bad so I, I just wonder is there a way or can we actually
1: you break off? Um, okay.
7: Can, can we think that, uh, even even we are not. Even we are even like we don't feel the food is good, but like tell ourselves that, oh, the food, is good. So we change our thought.
4: Oh,
7: and to, to make ourselves like want to eat. Is it possible, Dante?
1: It's always possible, but I I don't, uh, this is not what I, the dharma that I share. It's possible it will work because you can program your, your mind. But I want you to see that you all, all are illusion, all are created by your thoughts. That's important. Whether it's a program by your mind, it's all your thinking, but you, you can do programming. There is, a, there is something called neuro-linguistic programming that can reprogram your mind to do anything. Even if you are fearful of snake, you can reprogram your mind to not, afear, not afraid of snakes. But I would prefer to use the way that to understand that all your thinking, whether positive or negative, are illusion, are not real. It's created by you. That way, when you have no appetite to eat because of pandemic, it could be the body, but it could be your thinking that cause you no appetite. So you got to check the thinking. Yeah, I understand, Bante. Thank you, Bante. Uh,
7: thank you, Bante.
5: Ah, uh, Pante, may I have the permission to ask Go ahead. Pante yeah. uh, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hear.
5: Pante is pertaining to the uh, the conflict within the uh, workspace. Let's say where I have a um, a conversation or conflict, then i I noted in myself is that, the um, fear arise, uh, in me. Uh, and then I also see that you know, um, the gastric is churning up. Uh, and then um, is, I my anger also flare up. I saw that. Um, but in, in another very quickly in another another thought comes. It is that, uh that telling me is that you know, it is this just only a sound. Uh, just calm yourself, and then uh, you take whatever the person say. If it's positive, you take it. But if it's negative, you just think it is a sound only. Then I felt a um, bit calmer to accept it, but I still cannot, um, you know, I cannot uh, really get out of uh, that situation but later on after that it has gone then but the thought is still coming back again but at a lesser intensity but how uh, may i have mantis guidance as how i you know to uh, learn from this situation
1: the key thing is you got to learn that your fear or whatever reaction you have your, your emotions don't come from your colleague. Because at this moment, you still think that it comes from your colleague, that now the negative things is affecting me, so I got to treat it as sound. But what I'm telling you is, whatever your colleague says is one thing, but it's your thinking that causes you have fear or whatever. Let's say she says um, you look ugly, for example. Okay, Then Mm -hmm. in your mind, you think, Why does she say that? How come she say I look ugly? How can she insult me? Is this that cause you problem? It's not that you look ugly that cause problem. You you got to differentiate that. So you got to explore with curiosity, with uh, really wanting to know that actually your anger, your upset, your fear don't come from what she says. That maybe is a catalyst, but the key thing is comes from your thinking of what she says. Imagine if you are a, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, if, you, if you are from uh, a different planet or a different, let's say your, your colleague is uh, French and you can't understand French, then you'll be really just sound. But now because you understand the thing, you interpret it as she is insulting me. It's your interpretation here that caused you problem. Of course, you will say my interpretation is correct. Interpretation is definitely what she say. Yeah, but it's still your interpretation. you got to explore that.
5: Thank you, Pante.
1: Okay. Okay, I just saw someone says, as Pante explained about contentment, do our best and happy with the result, would that be equivalent to without expectation or lower of expectation? Um, not, not lower of expe- expectation, You can have expectation, but you don't expect it must be a certain way. You can set goals, but if you, I always said this idea that if you really fix, I must get this, then you have flop. You have number one, you have uh, attachment. you got lost in a limited scope, okay? If you don't have expectation of how thing flows, you can have many ways for the thing to be successful. So you don't expect it must flow a certain way. Okay, a give example that I can suddenly think of is um, some of you might have heard of the book, uh, the secret, and the uh, video also the documentary secret which took off like really well and it's like make the person really really famous. And I just listened to an interview recently one of the pioneer who he was interviewed like do does the person who wrote, who produced the book and the documentary, the produced the documentary first, Rhonda's Brine, I think something, Does she know she's going to be you know, really famous. The thing is, her plan at first didn't work out, but she didn't have a fixed idea that the plan must go this way and this way. She just had an idea that I let it, I do my best and I let it out to the universe and it will flow. She has this confidence. So actually, her original idea is After she made the documentary, book was much later, she has this idea. She wants it to be shown all over the world in all television channels at the same time. But when the documentary was first already produced, none, none of the TV channels want to show it at all. Even the TV channel that sponsor the production doesn't want to show it at all. But she doesn't have this fixed expectation that... Although she had this goal that she want to do, but she doesn't have this fixed expectation that it must go this way. So when it failed going this way, she just contact all her friends, like ask them to distribute to their friends and go by friends to friends and all that and become a huge success. So if you don't fix, it must go a certain way. You have much more scope to work. So it's not about um, lowering expectation or whatever expectation It's just do whatever you can and then, to me, I have this belief that you know the best outcome will will come for you. The best outcome might be not what you want, okay? You might think that it's for me to, to uh, the best outcome is for me maybe to go to uh, Hollywood to get an award, but maybe if you go to Hollywood, you might get a short date. So the best outcome is maybe to avoid Hollywood. I, I don't know, so the, but the universe will get the best outcome for you. Okay, any other questions? We won't go. Too long, maybe we'll finish another few minutes. Five minutes. Um, any more questions? No questions. Uh, MC, can oh, okay. we?
0: Brother Jimmy,
1: uh, okay,
4: yeah. yeah. Sorry, Bandit. Just a follow up questions. Seems like a lot of people are very suddenly very inter- interested in Hadmand. I think a lot of people are, I mean. Uh, what's the definitions of success? And I think people are trying to contemplate on this. Uh, Bante, is it, if, according to the dharma, what's the definition of a successful for lay people? I mean, because I think, I, th- I think pre pandemic and, and and during the pandemic now it's, I think the definition of success has a bit of changes then, I guess. So, so uh, yeah, so Bante can give them some, Some kind like the definition
1: of success. I haven't really looked at the definition of success for in the text, okay, for layperson, specifically, but to me, for all Buddhists, of course, the success is awakening to the truth. Nibbana, that's the most important thing. Nibbana is the most important thing for everyone. If you awaken to the truth, all your sufferings are gone, totally gone. But of course, just for you to contemplate, Nibbana awakening to the truth, it's not only just to get rid of suffering, it's also to get rid of happiness. One day you have happiness, you still have sadness. So when you awaken to the truth, you are free from sadness, free from happiness, free from everything, total freedom. And that's success. And if you ask me, of course, I'm fanatical about this goal of uh, Nibbana so to me that, that is success but for lay, normal lay person i definitely hope each and every one of us make aspiration for this but at the same time you, to me is when you live in the world have happiness and uh, contentment as your guideline for success that will help you
0: okay, okay. Uh, thank you banti we shall end
1: our QA sessions and sharing today. So we'll not proceed with the dedication of marriage. Okay, good. Okay, uh, okay, I'll just recite now. Nah? Okay. We share marriage with all devas or dharma protectors or guidance deities, share marriage with all sentient beings, share marriage with all family members, relative friends, especially departed family members, relative friends, and chesters. Make aspirations, always with the wise, avoid the foolish, be free from great hatred delusion. At the end, again, share merits with all beings, wishing all beings equal share merits. Eta chamehi ta sampadang punya sampadang, Sabe dewa numodantu sabersampati sitia. Eta chamehi ta sampadang punya sampadang, Sabe buta numodantu sabersampati sitia. Eta chamehi ta sampadang punya sampadang, Sabe satanu numo sabba sampati sitya. sitia Hidame nyatinang hotu sukita hontunya tayo Hidame tinang hotu sukita hontunya tayo Hidame tinang hotu sukita hontunya tayo Iminapunya na mame ma bala samagamu Satang samagamu hotu yawa nibana patia Hidame punyang asa wakaya wahang hotu Hidame punyang nibana asa hotu Mama punya bagang sabah satanang ma desa bemei samam punya bagang labantu sadu 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 sukihotu.
0: Honorable sisters, brothers and sisters in the dharma, we have now reached the end of the sessions for today. Well, before we end, there is a few announcements. Brother, do you think? up the And uh brothers and sisters, you please check your email for the meeting information and also the link to join the group chat to be informed on any updates regarding this activities And there is this ongoing million minutes of meta and Mindfulness, which is the really, uh 4M meeting going on. So this is initiated by Bandi Mahinda to encourage everyone to uh, spare some time, then to connect to cultivate love, compassion, and awareness to our lives, and also to transform ourselves and heal the world's sufferings from the of the COVID nineteen pandemic. So, if you have uh, cultivated any meta or mindfulness, you are encouraged to submit your minutes to the uh, Google link form. Right. So. Uh, that's all for today, and thank you everyone for participating in today's session.
5: and Have a good
1: night. Thank you,
5: Thank you, Bante. Thank you,
1: Thank you, Bante.
5: Thank you, Bante. Thank you, Bante. Thank you,